Good morning from the Financial Times. Today is Tuesday, October 11th, and this is your FT News Briefing. We've got a lot to say about the fallout from the Federal Reserve's interest rate rises. The EU's top diplomat warned they could lead to a global recession. Interest rates are putting a damper on the U.S. property market, and they're creating headaches for British law firms who've been trying to grow their presence in the U.S. I'm Mark Filipino, and here's the news you need to start your day. London's law firms have always had a hard time matching their U.S. competitors when it comes to pay. Now it's even harder. The U.S. central bank's interest rate rises have pushed up the dollar and clobbered the value of the British pound. And that makes it harder to pay enough to attract and retain staff in the U.S., just as London law firms are trying to gain a bigger foothold there. Here's the FT's Joe Miller. Traditionally, these law firms based in the city of London were quite sniffy about um, America until they realized that American firms were making vastly larger profits and really stepped up their efforts uh, to gain a foothold in uh, the U.S. market. Now, of course, it's always been quite difficult for them. And all of this was compounded last month when uh, the pound started falling against the dollar quite sharply. We learned that at least one big firm has had a major a hiring attempt fall apart in New York in recent weeks because the person involved looked at their options and looked at the UK firm and thought they could get an awful lot more at a US rival. And that other senior staff have been asking their uh, UK law firms to either increase their salary or peg it to the dollar so that they are not subject to the foreign exchange fluctuations that we've seen in recent weeks. Now, Joe, this can't be the only British industry that's dealing with headaches caused by the weaker pound, right? No, absolutely not. I mean, law tends to be in sharp focus because it it is a business that is literally a people business. You know, you grow by the people you can attract to your firm and the business that comes with them. Um, and perhaps when it comes to, to companies that are uh, more exposed to, say, you know, uh, fluctuations in in property prices, asset prices, uh, raw material prices uh, that may take a a while longer to filter through. Um, but it's certainly not going to be the the law firms alone that are going to be worried about this. Joe Miller is the FT's U.S. legal correspondent. The European Union's top diplomat said the Fed's rate rises are forcing other central banks to follow suit to protect their currencies. And Joseph Borrell added that this global rush to raise interest rates could tip the world into a recession. Borrell was speaking to a group of EU ambassadors when he made his remarks. Here's the FT's Brussels bureau chief, Sam Fleming, with more. This is very unusual. I mean, you you would be very surprised to hear Ursula von der Leyen, the uh, European Commission president, uh, or indeed Charles Michel, the European Council president, critiquing U.S. monetary policy. I mean, Borrell is quite, can be very outspoken, considering he's a diplomat, rather, in some people's view, too outspoken. And this is a clear example of that, not only in, in how blunt he was in criticizing his own diplomatic service, but also in, in kind of bemoaning where the, US, the EU's place in the world is right now. Sam, what do you make of what Borrell said? How significant were his comments about the Fed's interest rate rises? 
Well, I think it it adds to a sense of a chorus of concern about uh, the direction of U.S. policy and indeed also the direction of the dollar. Uh, We're seeing obviously very strong uh, performance by the dollar, pretty aggressive rate hikes by the U.S. and concern about the uh, economic and also financial stability implications of rising currency and the the impact it's having on uh, central banks in in other parts of the world and also more exposed economies that may be exposed in particular to dollar strength, uh, particularly developing economies. So uh, Joseph Burrell, he's the high representative of the EU, effectively the top diplomat, really spoke very frankly about his concerns concerns about what the uh, U.S. is doing uh, and the fact, or, in his view, that it's forcing uh, central banks elsewhere to follow suit and, and hike more aggressively than otherwise. Is that a fair criticism, though? I mean, wouldn't the European Central Bank and other central banks have to crank up interest rates anyway to fight inflation? Yeah, I would agree with you. I don't think it is a fair criticism. I don't think uh, ECB policy is being driven primarily by uh, the dollar or by what the Federal Reserve is doing. It's being driven by a sense in the ECB that there's a real inflation problem developing. Uh, It's being driven by a lot of supply side factors, in particular, obviously, the energy prices, which are driving inflation above all else. But it's still an economy which has relatively, by its own historic standards, uh, low, low unemployment. The Arizona, it has until recently at least been growing. And so uh, the ECB feels it needs to be hawkish and raise interest rates. This isn't just a question of uh, its hand being forced uh, by what's happening in the U.S. Sam Fleming is the FT's Brussels bureau chief. The Fed's moves have pushed up mortgage rates in the U.S. to 14-year highs. And as the cost of home loans go up, Home sales are going down, and people who work in the property industry are bracing for job losses. To find out more, I'm joined by the FT's Taylor Nicole Rogers. Hey, Taylor. Hey, Mark. Good to be back. So, Taylor, how much have home sales fallen? The number of homes sold in the U.S. has fallen nearly 20% just in the past year. So for an industry that is filled with people who work exclusively on commission, that means they're making 20% less money than they were last year. And it's not just how much money they're making, it's the, the jobs themselves. What kind of jobs are at risk here? So you have the people you would expect, right? Like real estate agents, mortgage brokers, people who work at the banks that do mortgage lending. But then it kind of trickles all the way down to people who just work in the home improvement industry. If people aren't buying houses, they also don't need appraisers. They don't need as much pest control. And then, of course, there's the people that build homes. That's likely going to slow down as well. So you'll see job losses in construction as well, potentially all the way down to the people who work the checkout lanes at stores like Home Depot and Lowe's. Now, we're seeing this around the same time that there is this broader job market cool-off. Taylor, is it fair to say that the housing market just has enormous sway over how American jobs look more broadly? I think that's absolutely true. But I would say the caveat to that is that for most workers, the job market still looks pretty great. Is it as great as it looked a year ago? No, absolutely not. But if you're a worker who's looking for a job, you still have an excellent chance of having employers getting in a bidding war over you, especially if you work in what we call low-wage jobs. But for the people who work in the housing market, that is an industry that is always very, very cyclical based on other economic factors like interest rates. So 
they, of course, are going to be the ones that feel the pain first, and their trends tend to sit outside of the traditional job market. What did you hear from people you spoke to? How are they feeling right now? Well, I think the thing that stood out to me the most from those conversations were that these are people that are eternally optimistic because their jobs depend on it. But another thing that stood out to me was I spoke to a real estate economist in Florida who pointed out that a ton of people came into the housing industry in the past couple of years because there were so many people buying houses and it was an easy opportunity to make quick cash. So this is an industry that has a lot of turnover. So there's a ton of people working who have never seen an interest rate above, you know, 4%, let alone close to 7%. I would imagine it would feel like the rug is coming out from under you. Taylor Nicole Rogers is the FT's U.S. Labor Inequality Correspondent. Thanks, Taylor. Thanks, Mark. Before we go, there's an international dispute over Belgian frites, or frozen fries. The dispute has nothing to do with Belgium. This fight is between Colombia and the EU. You see, a few years ago, Colombia slapped tariffs on frozen frites, saying they were artificially cheap. The World Trade Organization recently told Colombia to drop those tariffs. Colombia has refused and appealed this latest ruling. So its tax will stay in place for the next few months while this frite fight sizzles away. You can read more on all of these stories at FT.com. This has been your daily FT News Briefing. Make sure you check back tomorrow for the latest business news. Hi, this is Janice Torres from Yo Quiero Dinero. From a local business to a global corporation, partnering with Bank of America gives your operation access to exclusive digital tools, award-winning insights, and business solutions so powerful, you'll make every move matter. Visit bankofamerica.com slash bankingforbusiness to learn more. What would you like the power to do? Bank of America N.A. Copyright 2024.